Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and you're listening to episode 117 of Aiden on Anchor, my own personal podcast where I talk about my life, where I'm going, personal stuff, yada yada yada. And to keep on that theme, in today's episode, we're going to be doing something fun, potentially, also personal, potentially. This is from bucketlistjourney.net, and the article is called 21 Hard Questions to Ask Yourself and Answer Honestly. I'll at least answer them. I can't promise 100% about the whole honesty thing because, I don't know, answering a question honestly takes like a long time, and I don't want this to be an hour-long episode of the podcast, but we'll see how far we can get. I have not looked at any of these past, like, number one and two, so some of these might come out of left field. We'll see how they go. Hopefully it's fun. Hopefully it's interesting. Hopefully you learned something new about me. And that's the that's the goal, right? It's a personal podcast. You want to learn something new about the guy talking for 117 episodes. Like, Jesus, all right? Let's go ahead and get started. Number one, do you feel like you've lived the same day many times before? And it says here, take a hard look to see if you're spending each day like the day before. Is your life filled with monotony? For most of us, monotony means a boring and uninspired life. But to some, this is not necessarily a bad thing. Especially if you answer yes to question number two. That's, don't be spoiling question number two. Bucket list journey. I'm still trying to figure out question number one. Do you feel like you've lived the same day many times before? Uh, yeah. Yeah, all the, all the time, right? Especially in the, in high school, right? The, you get in a routine. You wake up at the same time. You go to school at the same time. You take the same classes for a year. You talk to the same group of friends. You get home at the same time. It's just like you uh, you build these little patterns for yourself. And then when you come home, because you only have like a couple hours for yourself, you typically do the same things there too. For me, it was, you know, watching YouTube videos and playing games and making videos and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, like of course, I've lived the same day many times before. When I've moved out here, it, it, part of the reason I did was just like a, a change of pace, you know? making my days a little bit more different than they were before. And uh, I don't know, it's been a couple of months, and now my days are also very similar. Is that a bad thing? No. Uh, But it's important because I think um, when you recognize these patterns, right, it kind of uh, shows you how change is, is pretty important. Because if you continue to do the same things over and over again, and you're not happy with it, that look in the mirror can be pretty helpful and kind of inspire some good positive life changes. So I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Um, being comfortable ain't bad at all. You know, uh, living living your life to the the best of your ability is hard, and uh, taking it a day at a time. Considering how many days we have to live, you know, it's a, it's it's a, it's a good strategy. All right, question number two that was unfortunately spoiled. Are you living the life of your dreams? If you had a choice today of how to live your life, what would you do? Is what you're doing right now your dream? Uh, Jeez. Partially, right? I I think doing client work means that I've kind of ended up making a dream of mine a reality. You know, I had a dream of like doing creative work for a job. But there's like caveats to that, right? One of the caveats being that I still have to work like part time, um, <laughs> collecting trash from an apartment complex. So it's not like I'm doing creative work 
full time. And that creative work is for other people, which is a bit different than getting paid to do creative work for yourself. There's a very different feeling there. And some people are okay with it. Others, not as much. For me, it was like a first step. So I'll say, like, I'm on that path. Am I living it right now? No. Uh, but 2022 and 2023, by extension, is like the buildup of the past four or five previous years of wanting to get to this point. And now that I have, it's, you know, you kind of have to acknowledge that a little bit, even if there's some things I would change obviously. All right. Question number three, what would you do if fear was not a factor and you could not fail? Many hard questions to ask yourself are surrounded by fear. Fear is difficult because it holds us, holds us, <laughs> shit, I can't read. Fear is difficult because it holds us back from attempting so many of our dreams. What one thing would you do if there was no fear involved? There was no fear involved. Um, it, like, it's not even the word fear so much as the word risk that I think is the uh, the thing I think about, right? Like, there's a lot of things that I could do right now that are risky. Like, I could, uh, you know, quit the trash job and try to go full-time into client stuff. Or I could go even further and stop all client stuff and uh, save some money and then try to build up the YouTube channel in a couple of months and see if I make money from that, right? Neither of which is... Uh, so much fearful as it is like risky, you know, because there's a chance I'd run out of money and don't have anything or they end up homeless or whatever, right? Like it, you have to uh, kind of look at what you want and sort of plan out the the steps it would take to get there. Um, not a whole lot that I actively like fear outside of like heights, pretty afraid of heights and I'm pretty afraid of uh, being lonely and both of those things, uh, <laughs> I don't know, what the failure in heights is like what falling off and uh, dying, you know, and I'm not going to go climb a tower just because I'm fearful of it. Like, no, I'll stay on the ground, bro. Fuck that. And then the loneliness thing is just like, uh, is like I don't want to be alone. So the steps to getting not alone is to build relationships. In order to build relationships, you got to work on yourself and yada, yada, yada. I'm not afraid of working on myself. I'm afraid of a, a possible outcome uh, that could happen, and that fear kind of keeps me in line. Fear can be a good thing. Risk can be a good thing. You know, we, we treat it like it's a bad thing, but it didn't have to be. All right, question number four. What were you doing when you felt most passionate and alive? Oof. I don't know, like starting Blue Catch Productions felt pretty uh, passionate and alive because I was just going to community college at the time, and that was very unpassion-driven. Uh, college in general was probably the most uh, unalive I felt. But when I started Blue Catch Productions and like actually like gave it a shot of working on my own YouTube channel for the first time back in 2016, it was all new and exciting, and I was learning stuff, and everything was like a challenge, and... Uh, Felt really fun. I feel very passionate in making uh, comedy music. I know a lot of people don't listen to it, but uh, it's on Bandcamp. You want to check it out? I feel very passionate in that right now. And uh, it, just exploring creative hobbies, exploring new ideas, new mediums. It's always a, a very passionate time. As far as alive is concerned, I don't know. Oh, we alive every day. You know what? <laughs> 
It's not like I have like a major uh, health issue that would get in the way of that, right? Maybe if I, maybe this question's designed for someone who feels a lot older. And it's just like, man, I've lived so much life. Remember when I was passionate and live and, and spry? I'm like, bro, I'm like 25, you know? I'm kind of kind of right in that that zone of being both alive and passionate. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Number five, what are you most grateful for? Oh, that's easy. It's my friends. I don't even need to think about that. Uh, similar to the, you know, the, the, the fear of being lonely, right? I, I fear that probably more than the heights thing. So you have to be uh, grateful for the few people in your life that are there, right? And so that's uh, that's Zach, that's that's Jay, that's Parker, it's Patient, that's you know whoever, right? Because if those people are gone, then I'm not gonna be a very happy guy. So my brother Ethan, another one, you know, family, that that type of shit. It's pretty easy. Number six, what causes you stress in your life? Oh, geez, when you are most stressed out, what is the cause? Is it the result of a difficult job, a tough family relationship, or an unhappy marriage? This is, <laughs> I'm telling you, bucketlistjourney.net is designed for people in their 50s. The, the unhappy marriage. Jesus. Bro, I'm going to be stressed when I get married. I'll tell you that much for sure. Anyway, it says, identify the cause and ask yourself the even harder question of how to fix it. Jeez, what am I the most stressed? Uh... In social situations, the trash job is kind of based because there's no one like over me, like watching me. Like I, I have a, you know, a guy that I report into, like I text, right? But he's not like there watching me like pick up trash and telling me I'm doing stuff wrong or yada yada. But then even in that job, you'll have people who live in the apartments coming up and asking questions and asking you, can you take this broken glass? Can you take this metal? And they're, they're never... They're never fun conversations because I have to like explain my job to people that I've never met before and explain, no, I can't simply take this mirror because it won't fit in the trash compactor because it's dangerous to carry broken glass. <laughs> like, you know, like it just, it's not, it's not fun. And I worry about the reactions when I have to give unpositive answers, you know? If, if they're asking a question, be like, hey, can you take this trash bag? I'm like, sure, you know, that feels good. But when it's stuff I'm not supposed to do or can't do, having to explain, like, no, yada, yada, whatever, I get very um, I get very stressed over conflict. That's a big one, right? So I try to avoid conflict. I try to avoid that type of stuff as much as possible. And, uh, you know, client work and, and this are both opportunities where I can kind of have a wall in between stuff like that. And uh, that can get a little a little sketchy sometimes because then it ends up being where I'm not very uh, communicative when I should be. So, that that's one. That's a that's a stressor. Number 7, am I truly proud of the person that I am? Uh Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Could be a lot worse, right? Could be ugly for one. Yikes. I, I don't know if I could I could deal with my life if I was just ugly, you know, that, that'd be a deal breaker, but thankfully I'm not, um, I don't know. I don't have like, I don't have like too many regrets or things that I wish I would have done differently. 
And I'm sure that's a question later on as well. We'll, we'll get to it if that's the case. Uh, but no, I'm pretty happy with my family, with my relationships, working toward goals. Number eight, are there any toxic relationships in my life that need to be dealt with? Oh, geez. I'm glad I'm not in a toxic relationship because me being anti-conflict means I am ripe for abuse from uh, a good number of people if they so choose to be, right? Um, in school, that was kind of an issue with teachers or uh, people who weren't in the main friend group but who were secondary to it, so you would have to like talk to them often. And they weren't great, but it's school and you can't really do anything about it. And you're stuck with the class with them for like an hour, right? So you have to like make small talk and not set them off in any particular way. But uh, that's high school, right? Like when you grow up, you kind of have like the opportunity to just cut off any relationship you want. You're an adult now. You can do whatever, you do whatever the fuck you want, bro. And uh, thankfully, the important people... Uh, that you can't really cut off, like your family and stuff. I, I'm pretty on. I'm on pretty good terms with all of them. So, thankfully, no. But if it were to be, uh, I'd have a really hard time dealing with that. So I'm glad that's not the case. Number nine. Am I too hard on myself or not hard enough? <laughs> Man, this was gonna be so easy. When I read that, am I too hard on myself? I was just gonna, I was just gonna say yes. I was gonna say yes, and then move on, and then we could tackle the next question. But then it says, or not hard enough, and that, that really fucks me up because I think that kind of like, am I hard enough on myself is something I've been thinking about a lot recently, and I think that just comes down to being uh, self aware and sort of realizing that like most everything in your life is is like your problem you know is like is if there's not something that i like about my life or the people i'm talking to or the work i'm doing well guess what like i can change that because when you're hard on yourself ideally those like alarm bells in your head should go off and if you question why you're hard on yourself in particular instances it can lead to like positive things you know, I'm hard on myself because I don't like the way I look. Okay, well then, you know, like, I could work more on uh, my appearance, hair, clothes, whatever, right? And then, and then try to fix that. Or, man, I don't put out enough videos, right? That's an alarm bell to me to be like, hey, you know, let's work on this a little bit more and let's actually fix that problem. It, it's only like a bad thing, IMO. If you're hard on yourself and then you don't do anything about it and the bullying continues and then it's like, well, it's not really helping. I think there's a balance there that like everyone should have. I, I feel like if you're never hard on yourself at all, that's more of a problem. So I'm going to go not hard enough. I'm going to go not hard enough and be a be an edgy little guy. <laughs> Question number 10. What worries me most about my future? Being lonely. We already went over this. Number 11, what dreams have I given up on? None yet. None yet. I mean, like, you know, I was a kid. I wanted to be like a soccer player for a short period of time, and then my mom wouldn't let me do sports. That dream kind of like came and gone, you know? But like I also wanted to be a singer when I was really, really young, and it's not like I am right now at all, but I'm kind of like, you know, fulfilling that dream a little bit in my own personal way. 
I wanted to make YouTube videos, and I'm doing that now. Haven't given up on that yet. Give me like five or six years on this question, and then maybe I'll come back to it and be like, okay, yeah, here's some dreams, right? Here's some stuff I've given up on. But uh, other than like sports, <laughs> you know, I can't really think of much else. I don't know. Maybe I'm not old enough. Who knows? Uh, question 12, what do I need to change about myself, bro? I got to stop caring about what other people think of me because that's kind of the like root of uh, my anti-conflict personality, you know? Like the reason I don't want to uh, deal with conflict is because like I, I think <laughs> that other people will think negatively of me and, it, and it's just like, you know, that's a, uh, that's not healthy i have a avid dependence a reliance an over-reliance on other people the friends i have i rely on those friends a lot out of fear of being lonely right been over this uh so what that comes off as to them what i worry that comes off as is me being um a bit too much sometimes right of wanting to work on stuff or be involved in stuff or whatever and be like, geez, can't you just, can't you just exist in this space with us? And I want to be like, no, no, I cannot. <laughs> if that makes sense. I don't know. But that, that'd probably be the, the route I'd go is like, I don't know, maybe chilling out a little bit on that front would be kind of nice. Not being so over-reliant on other people, being more self-reliant on myself, not giving a shit what other people think about me, that type of stuff. Number 13, what I want to be remembered for at the end of my life. Uh, hopefully, there's some projects that I've put out that are pretty good. and That people will be like, wow, that guy made some pretty cool stuff. And then, like, you know, personally, like, I want to be somebody that's looked back on and be like, man, that guy was super nice to be around. I want to be a nuisance, you know? And that can be real easy if you uh don't work toward that so whatever number 14 a mind control of my life yes we all are you listen to this you're in control of your own life you know and some people listen to this maybe like i'm in school and i live with my parents and i gotta follow their okay cool but eventually you are not going to be in that situation you know you're gonna you're gonna be done with college you're gonna move out on your own and you're going to have the opportunity to literally change anything you want about your life and control it. There are some outside factors outside of your control, like taxes, you know, or the human body's dependence on sleep. You have to sleep. You have to eat. You got to pay bills. But most everything else, yeah, 100%. And more people should acknowledge that they're in control of their own life and that they can make it better if they want. Absolutely. All right, getting toward the end here. Number 15, what makes me happy, bro? Uh, whew, depends, right? Good, good, uh, good piece of art, good piece of media, a video game, a movie. Uh, that's pretty dope. I think another thing is just like really good conversations, really good, meaningful conversations put me in a good-ass mood. Just talking. You know, and me and Zach will go on these like hour long walks because not not because it takes like an hour. It's just because like we're slow because <laughs> we don't we don't run or anything. And neither of us are like particularly in shape. <laughs> but 
but uh, it just provides a great outlet to just talk about literally anything, and you'd be surprised how happy that makes me, even though we're literally doing nothing productive at all. I enjoy the time and company immensely. So, yeah. Uh, number 16, am I a good friend? Uh, to to the, the few friends I have, hopefully the answer is yes. But I feel like the question, am I a good friend, cannot be answered um, by you personally, right? That's kind of the... That's kind of a question for your actual friends to answer about you. You know, like, I don't know, if, if Zach, Jay, or Parker want to start their own personal podcast and do an episode, being like, is Aiden a good friend? And you want to, like, do, like, a 30-minute, like, deep dive, then sure, feel free. I'll say I am, you know, to the to the, to the people I'm actually friends with, right? There, there are other people who I only, like, talk to occasionally or who have to talk to because of extraneous circumstances but I don't really like consider everyone I talk to like friends right so like to the to the people that really matter I'd like to think so maybe I'm delusional who knows who number 17 who would I trust with my life Ooh, geez uh, you know really good question designed for the thinking about going into a retirement home and be like, hmm, who do I put in care of all my possessions and uh, life choices if I am not mentally able to be? Jeez. I, I, I don't know, bro. Ethan, my brother, <laughs> you know, my family, my mom. Uh, we talking like homies. Zach, probably number one. And then Jay and Parker, two and three. It's pretty easy. 18, what am I most afraid of? Being lonely. I think that's literally the, the, the next challenge for me in the next 10 years is like, you know, there's the creative stuff. There's the being financially like secure and safe and all that sort of stuff, whatever. I've been thinking more and more and more and more about the possibility that I could end up lonely one day through my own actions. And I've just seen it a lot personally and around me to know that uh no this is this is real and this is possible and I got to I got to get my shit together because I do not like being by myself all day. You know? That's pretty scary, right? Being by yourself in a room all day. Ugh. Yikes. Number 19, am I contributing to the world? Uh, do, do do the world really care if I'm contributing to it? Do I care that I'm contributing to it? Bro, I could literally do nothing. I could lock myself in a closet and just like sit there, you know, for like 80 years. And uh, the world is not going to think anything of it because there are billions with an S uh, people out there, um, all of which collectively will, will have more of an impact than I will, right? So I don't really like. The world don't owe me nothing. I don't owe the world nothing. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too deep into the question. It, yes, sure. I, you know, I work. I pay bills. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Twenty. Am I a good communicator? Uh, I like to think so. I do a personal podcast. And I do YouTube videos, and I'm pretty personable around uh, the people I care about the most. Don't mean they always understand what I'm saying. But is that really my fault, or is that just more of like? People are more dense. 
No, it's probably my fault. Finally, question number 21, the final question. Who am I most jealous of and why? Brad Pitt, bro. No, I'm joking. Mike Wazowski. No, I'm joking again. Uh, <laughs> I can't really think of anybody. Most jealous of. What a, what a weird question to end on, too. I would have thought the uh, what am I most afraid of would have been the last one. But no, who am I most jealous of? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if jealous is the right word, but I, uh, I look up to Zach pretty heavily. He's a few years ahead of me and he's doing similar things that I want to end up doing. So, uh, there's kind of like an internal competition in my head of like trying to, to either match or exceed what he was doing, uh, a couple of years ago. You're right. Not right now. Cause he's like ahead, but like a couple of years ago. Right. But I don't know if jealous is the word I would use to describe that behavior as, as it is like inspired, you know, because I, I don't jealous would also kind of imply too that I would like want his life, you know, like if, if I could be Zach, would I take the opportunity? No, especially after getting to know him. Hell no. And respectfully, if, if you're listening to this, Zach, like nothing against your life, but like I personally am pretty okay with mine. You know, jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm not a good friend. Actually, can we go back to question number sixteen? Uh, but no, probably. I, I'm just, I'm just inspired by what he does creatively, so that could, in a way, come off as jealousy. I don't think it does. But if you want an answer, I guess Zach, right? And that's the 21 hard questions to ask yourself and to answer honestly. Thank you to Bucket List Journey for these questions. And uh, let me know what you thought of my answers. And if you want to answer them, feel free to let me know, either on Twitter, uh, Discord, social media, somewhere else. Be interested in your answers. I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off.